Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello everyone everywhere, this is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to My Bible Study. Glory to God. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. Oh, I just enjoy sharing the scriptures with you and, and the insights with which the Lord has given me over the years and which I continue to study. Amen. You can never learn everything in the Bible. Uh, I've come to learn that myself. Uh, and if you think that you know it all, well... <sighs> fasten your seatbelt because things are about to get a lot better. Amen. There is no way anybody other than Jesus could ever know everything in the Bible. And even he even said he doesn't know it all because he said he, you know, he doesn't know when the father will say, go get him. Right. So, you know, the Bible is God's word. Jesus in the flesh is God himself. But the Word of God is just so exciting to study. Praise the Lord, and I'm so glad you're here to study it with us. Amen. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. We'll go ahead and get started in today's Bible study. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and praise you for all that you do. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your Word. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Thank you, Father, for filling us with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the technology that allows this broadcast, this study of your word, to go into all the earth through the power of the internet that you created before the world began. It was all there. And now you've provided us this resource to reach the masses with the word of God. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word goes forth this day, touching people's hearts and changing their lives. We thank you, Lord, that your word accomplishes what you please and prospers where you send it and does not return to you void. Lead, guide, and direct this Bible study this day. All for your honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Join me in our profession of faith, commonly referred to as the Apostles' Creed. I call this laying the solid foundation for our Bible study. And it's important that you repeat these words out loud, at least loud enough for your own two ears to hear. Amen. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Hallelujah. Just repeat after me. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Oh, but the third day he rose again from the dead. Glory to God. He ascended up into heaven where he's seated now at the right hand of God the Father Almighty and shall come again soon to judge both the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the church is the body of Christ. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And I believe in life everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen 
and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hello, everybody out there on Facebook land. We're so glad you're joining us today as well. Hallelujah. Share this link with all your friends and followers. Let them know that you are studying the Bible on my Bible study. Glory to God. Now, we've been studying the book of Genesis. We've gone through chapters 1 through 4 in depth in these last few sessions, and we're so intent on going verse by verse. Now, sometimes we may read three or four verses. Sometimes we may just read one verse. Sometimes we may read the whole chapter. But you're going to get a lot out of this. I guarantee it. Now, today we're beginning in Genesis chapter 5, which we begin with the genealogy of the patriarchs. Now, in the last session, we were looking at the evil ancestors of Adam's family. Now, with Seth, we're going to start looking at the godly line through which Jesus is going to come. Amen? Now, in the third chapter of Luke, you can follow right back to Adam through his son Seth. It says in Luke chapter 3, verse 38, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Amen. Verse 1 and 2 here in Genesis chapter 5. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man in the likeness of God, he made him. Male and female, he created them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day in which they were created. So God called their name Adam. Now, this is the generic use of the phrase Adam, which contrasts with Adam's proper name, uh, also contained in the same, well, it's in, actually in verse 3. But Genesis chapter 5, verse 1, God called their name Adam. Hallelujah. This is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man in the likeness of God he made him. The likeness of God. You can look back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and, and we talked about that in detail. Genesis chapter 5, verse 2, male and female, God created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. God called their name Adam. Now, and, and we covered this last time, in naming man, God declared his own dominion over all of creation. And remember how God had Adam name every living, th every living creature, every living thing? And the Bible says whatever Adam called them, that's what they were named. Well, we learned then, as we studied, that God was demonstrating to all of creation, man had dominion. Giving names is a form of demonstrating dominion. Just like, as we said, the king of Babylon gave names, Babylonian names, to Daniel, Shadrach, uh, Meshach, and Abednego. He was demonstrating his dominion over them. Now, here, God named his man, calling him Adam. Now, this was God demonstrating dominion, right? Then he gave Adam dominion by allowing him to name all of the animals, etc. Now, notice the hierarchy here. Created things are under Adam's dominion. Adam is under God's dominion. Now, there's one other entity in the book of Genesis that has been named, but it has no dominion, and that's Satan. Right? He has no authority. He has no dominion at all, which is why he could just not walk in and take over in the Garden of Eden. He had to have Adam give him Adam's dominion 
And that's where all the troubles come from. Amen? So we're taken back to creation day in the verses we just read. This line would be carried out until Jesus would come, beginning the end to this beginning. Amen? He would become the end to what we're starting to study right now. Now, we're reminded here that mankind was made in the image of God. In verse 2, it explicitly says that this was not just man, but it was man and woman encompassing one body, which is why, you know, after God separated uh, Adam and Eve, it says that they, you know, had to come together as husband and wife. That's why we still do that today. It's why a wife cannot be compelled to give testimony against her husband or vice versa because they're considered one in the eyes of God. And therefore, when the founding fathers established this government, this constitution, this land that we live in now, the United States of America, they are still considered one in the eyes of the law. Now, of course, if a crime has caused a separation, you know, one did something and, and the other was like, I'm done, that's it. Well, then one can willingly give testimony in court against the other. But again, that's a topic for a whole different discussion, okay? I'm digressing there. So let's get back on topic. The point being, Adam is a plural name, and in, right here in the verses we just read is denoted as meeting both Adam and Eve. All right, so let's go to verse 3, and we're going to go down in this next series down through verse 20. I'm not going to take the time to read all these verses, then explain it, so I'll just walk my way through it, and we'll, we'll talk about each one. But basically, Adam begat a son in his own likeness. Okay? Now, man, too, reproduces after his own kind, just like all the animals did. God said that's the way it's supposed to be. He blessed Adam and Eve and said, you know, be blessed, multiply, replenish the earth. So this likeness in Adam's form is now sinful since the fall, in contrast to chapter 1, verse 26. It, it's helpful to note that Cain and Abel are not included in this genealogy that we're reading about in chapter 5. Think about that. It, the list does not include, every list in the Bible does not include all descendants. Okay, let's put it like that. All of the lists in the Bible are, net, are not meant to be uh, totally inclusive. Okay, the main points of these lists the main emphasis and the main reason God puts these lists in the Bible is to demonstrate the linkage between Adam and Jesus. And we'll cover more on this as we proceed. You know, there are 10 patriarchs mentioned in Genesis chapter 5. Okay? The last one, Noah, has three sons listed. And the symmetry is so impressive. The symmetry is the same in chapter 11. In Matthew 1, there are three sets with 14 names to a set, and there's obvious omissions in there. Uh, certainly no strict, no strict chronologic order can be determined from any of the lists that you study in the Bible. Okay? Uh, for example, 937, or 930 years, seven patriarchs, seven patriarchs that we're about to study, lived more than 900 years. And contrast that fact with the much shorter lifespan in Genesis chapter 11, where the average person uh, lifespan lived 200 years. And, and the, I mean, the purpose of this chapter that we're studying right now, 
the source of its historical importance is its testimony to the development of the human race from Adam to Noah. That's the whole purpose here in a godly line of succession. And it appears it appears God is demonstrating his answer to Satan's lie that he told Adam and Eve, oh, you won't die. You shall not surely die. Well, God is demonstrating death reigned. Okay, God's word to Adam, if you eat from this fruit, you shall die. Right? Satan's ah, don't believe God. You won't die. Well, God's word here is being proven to be true. It's fully being, it's being fully vindicated. That's why there's so much emphasis in this book about how long each person lived. Their bodies did not know how to die. They were not created to die. So it took them 900 years to learn how to die, if you want to look at it like that. Okay, Genesis chapter 5, verse 3. Adam lived 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness after his own image and called his name Seth. In his own likeness after his own image. He looked just like him. That's what it's trying to say. You know, humans were created in God's image, in his likeness, right? The human image and likeness in which God created man was procreatively passed on to the second generation and to all generations today, even today, amen? So we have to take note that I can't say you look just like God. I can't say I look like God, but there is a semblance to each and every person that we look like God. It's somehow, you know, you can have a, a grandson, a great-grandson, a granddaughter, and you can see your mother's eyes in that baby. You know what I mean? Or your grandfather's nose. Or the way they smile, you see your father smile, something like that. So it's passed on. And that's that's the point that I was trying to make. Now, we have to take note that this was not Adam's first son. Adam had Cain and Abel before Seth. But the lineage that would be followed and will be followed throughout the Bible will be through Seth. And it's highly likely that, you know, because of the age where everyone was living uh, that long, that Abel had children. Why God chose not to follow that lineage, we don't know. Nor are any of Abel's descendants, if any, are listed. None. So, you know, that's God chose to use the lineage of Seth. And that's what we're going to study. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, 
Be blessed in all that you do.